Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Wise Men's Day podcast. Um, as Gareth trailed on the end of, a, of Monday's regular show, uh, myself, Roy Fallow, and Matthew Keelan are going to do something. We had something planned, didn't we, Matthew? Yeah, we had an idea. <laughs> you're going to love a good, a really good idea. So, as you probably remember, Gareth and Stephen did the pod with uh, Gary Bennett and James Hunter of the Evening Chronicle, um, where they went through the decade for the best team of the decade. But we're not interested in that, are we, Matthew? <laughs> I don't want to do that. That's that's not our brand. No. So what we what we proposed, and it's not well. You would think, oh, they're going to do the worst team of the decade. No, 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 no. No. There are elements of that. Yeah, absolutely. Some of this will be the worst team of the decade, but it's more like, for want of a better word, it's it's like the banter it's team the banter of the team. decade. It is. I've put the banter eleven. The banter eleven. <laughs> As I've just yeah. We so basically what we've done is put an eleven each. We've got like a bench and some honourable mentions for the like like we say, not necessarily the worst. Some of them will be the worst. Some of them are terrible. But some of them are just like good personalities yeah, or likeable like players. Yeah. Not just not like, necessarily cult heroes. No, no, no. Because that'd be too good. That'd be too yeah, they can't be in, but like not not like they're not players we hate as generally. Yeah. There are a couple may disagree with that for for certain individuals, but yeah, I'm looking through. No particularly, con- there's, yeah, there's a couple in mind that people will probably really dislike. Yeah, but I don't think I can say I, I hate. Well, yeah, maybe one or two. But anyway, I'm at one there. <laughs> and obviously we'll we'll have a manager as well, which we'll, yeah, we'll get to at the can't end. Wait for this, because um, it has been a decade, especially the latter half of just mad moments, hasn't it? Oh yeah, like. Just chaos, really. <laughs> just generally, like, you think one thing settled down and then, bang, there's something, something else. else even better. Yeah. Or like, worse. But usually worse, but better as well. Like, we're going to go to the championship and sort ourselves out? No. Yeah. Oh, but League One will, League League one. One will be fun. Yeah. Well, it was. Until... It was fun. And then... <laughs> then we didn't go up. <laughs> and that'd be, right, well, we'll just boss the league this time. Oh, here we are, 11th in it. Yeah. And, and it will go lower this weekend. 14th, I believe, we can Great. go down there, Which is hilarious. Well, it's not hilarious. It's really terrible, but we're here. We're here for a bit of levity during this sort of bleak period in Sunderland's history, aren't we? If you we? want some, I think yeah, us two are here really to provide some light relief at all yeah, times. Exactly. Like if you want serious football analysis, go and subscribe to the well Guardian. Warn you now, actually, if you want the serious, <laughs> you're yeah. in the wrong place. And you know, we're the two people who slagged off a player who didn't even play in a game. Yeah, so I expect someone who never even played. Yeah. For yeah, I've got I've got David Silver yeah. in my team. Um, so onto the team, like usually with with stuff like this, you would start with the goalkeeper. But I really think we should save. The yeah, the the goalkeeper is, you know, this is. Although a... after, to be fair, the early part of the decade would be like, 
Mate, you'd be struggling to choose yeah. a bad goalkeeper. But oh boy, there's <laughs> yeah. no How, middle ground really has as the with our goalkeepers no. through this decade. Like John McLaughlin's probably is your middle ground. Yeah. He's got you know, we've seen him make a couple of mistakes, but he's largely solid. Right. Whereas at least the goalkeepers, Simon Mignolet, Vito Minone, Gordon, Pickford, like Pantillamon. Yeah, like Pantillamon is probably like one of is probably towards the bottom of our goalkeepers. It shows you how high yeah. the standard is. There is a large gap underneath Pantelimon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's quite a drop-off in divisions, which mm. I guess, no, we were going to save well, them for the end, but I think we have I to... I think we have to come to them now, really, don't we? There are, there are three in particular. Yeah, and for, well, for me, I've gone for Jason Steele. Right, well. And the main reason I've, because the other candidate, which I know you've got written down, we'll come on to in a second. Can anybody guess who it was? <laughs> <laughs> but for Steele, like... We paid money for him yeah. in our championship season. Yeah. Um, he had a funny voice. Let's not remember that, yeah. which was kind of highlighted yeah. in Sunderland Till I Die. Um, and the best thing, one of the funniest things I've ever seen a Sunderland player do, which you have a great story about, oh, yeah, great. is his handball against oh, QBR. It was amazing. Like he spent, it was, he spent most of the game outside of his box like, <laughs> in the first half. And I was like... Watching him, I have put a I've got a picture of him in the first half. And I'm saying that like, he must have been practicing to do this. <laughs> Didn't you try and put a bet on? I'm Didn't you request walk, Sky yeah, bet or something? Just, I was walking up to the match at Telloftus Road, and I was walking up with Jake, my mate, and he, uh, hi Jake, <laughs> and he won't be listening to it. <laughs> no. And um, well, like, wouldn't it be like really funny if Steele got sent off for this? <laughs> so we try and put a bet on, and Jake tweeted them, and they were like, "No, we can't. You, like, we can't give you that." I was it? Like, well. Must have been nailed on. Yeah. Match fixing. Like, yeah. Like, how did they know? Like, how did he know what was going through his mind that day? Because I didn't know what was going well, through his mind. Yeah. Either. Lee Catamull didn't because um, there's that amazing picture of him, like, with his, like, head in his hands. Handy, handy pose yes. there. But he, he got, obviously, got sent off, and I couldn't stop laughing. I was just falling about laughing, and some bloke in front of us turned around and pointed out, in not so many words, how not funny it actually was, <laughs> and that I should stop laughing at once. But and then I, I couldn't stop laughing. I nearly, I nearly got knocked <laughs> out. It was amazing. But I just, it was amazing. It was just everything about it was. And then Lee Camp came on. Yeah. <laughs> and this brings us nicely. Yes, dude. <laughs> so, so which goalkeeper have you gone for, Matthew? Um, I've gone for Lee Camp. <laughs> oh, what a surprise! <laughs> and again, yeah, like you say, he came on in that game and nearly scored. Nearly scored, which I would never have gone. To a football match again, yeah. I don't think. Like, people say, like, oh, you know, if I, if I see Sunderland, like, eventually win something, or if I see us getting to Europe, then I could, like, stop going, because I'm satisfied. And Lee Camp as well. Oh, no, didn't Steele nearly score against Burton in the game we got oh, relegated? Yeah, because Steele had came back in for his last hurrah. Yeah. <laughs> so how did these two awful goalkeepers <laughs> both nearly score for us as well? It's amazing if Camp had scored, man. <laughs> Like if you know people like ironically saying if X Y player scores were on the pitch, but if Camp scores, oh, if Camp had scored, I was we're in the upper tier, and as there would have yeah. been like there would have been people jumping down you, from you, the... you would have moved to the pitch. Oh, you would yeah. have felt like your post would now be getting forwarded to, forwarded to Loftus Road, Road yeah. the pitch, <laughs> like a flat name, the pitch, <laughs> Loftus Road. Picture it now, a corner coming in, and I was like, no, he's he's going to get, and he didn't. He got in fact, he ended up probably got nowhere near it. Really. <laughs> With Camp as well. I can remember when he made his debut and I did the, our usual sort of Monday pod just after. And I'm pretty sure I said, he just looks really funny, doesn't he? Yeah, his clothes were, like, his kit was always too big for him. Like, his shorts were really big for him. And his hair was minging and, like, he was just... 
It's just hilarious. I love him, mate. Oh, no, great. Like, in, remember in Sunderland Till I Die, the way he's got, there's a brief bit where he's getting interviewed and he's living in a really sad hotel he's as just, well. Yeah. Just amazing. Uh, oh, got any play? I think he was an ever present in the championship for Birmingham last yeah. season. Still, like, still going? Still going. Like, Stale got himself a move to a Premier League club, though. Yeah, fair play for the grift, like. Training goalkeeper, I believe, we call them. Just I mean, to make the other keepers feel better. Yeah, about does he get, like, held up as an example of, like, this is what not to do? Yeah. This is, yeah. Do this and you'll end up like him. Like, and he's just, like, washed up at the age of, like, 27. But, like, again, like I say, fair play to the grift. But with camp, like, it was just consistently. Like, Steele, I guess, was just crap. And he, and he had that one. Highlight mode. He's like a band, like like Steel. If you if you made compared him and Camp to like bands, Camp is someone who was just always producing like great hits, great hits. Yeah. Whereas Steel was like a little bit more underground, but like was respected, but had one massive single, yeah, and that was his yeah, QBR yeah. handball. Niles Barkley for him. Yes, lovely. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Um, but with Camp, like remember the Bristol City game. Oh, where, yeah. yeah, where everything was his fault. Yeah. I'm sure Camp had a statistic where he played for a city actually conceded more goals than the shots he saved. That's just yes, I think you're right. He uh, definitely did. I yes, think that was a thing, which is just, I mean, fair. Like, that's incredible. Oh, nuts! Absolutely nuts. But it comes, it came off the back as well of us consistently having really good goalkeepers. Yeah. So like this, like Joel and Camp was brought in in January to address yeah, the goalkeeping problem. Yeah, yeah. Who not forget actually an honourable mention for uh, Reuter as well yeah, in this yeah. period. Um, who, well, the Millwall game at home was in, just unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, agree. And, you know, showed it a nice side of himself in Sunderland Till I nice Die. Guy. What? Terrible Mad how all three of those goalkeepers were featured quite prominently in Sunderland Till I Die yeah. in their own way. Just, yeah. But, um, unbelievable. Bring them back. Yeah, agree. I miss them. Especially Camp. And there's no, like, personality in the squad at the minute, is there? So no, do there we... are no redeeming factors for Lee Camp's <laughs> goalkeeping skills either. Like, he's, he was just the worst goalkeeper I've ever seen in my life. Although... Steel, <laughs> dear me, it's, it is tough. It is tough. Steel was a dog with a balloon. It was a well, a well, yeah. like sort of used metaphor mm-hmm. because he just couldn't. He was just excited and terrible. Yeah, Camp was just sad. Yeah, Camp just and just crap, just generally yeah. rubbish. Like, man, didn't even probably like try and pretend. Like, well, there's that clip of him, isn't there, in when he was warming up, and just every shot went in. <laughs> Not even He's making like an effort. the wrong way from shots from like eighteen yards. Yes, and that, totally just love that. him so much. No, I think you're right. I think like I think Camp is just funnier. I've got to concede Lee Camp. Right. Lee Camp. He's in goal. Camp's in goal. Yeah. So a lot of goals going to be conceded in this team, as they're always going to be. But you know, there's not even any damage limitation in no. goal now. Um. So like moving on to the defense, I've gone for a back four with mine. I've you done the a, same. I went for a back five. A back five. Well, to be fair, like I think that's quite fitting because there's been a lot of banter moments of us trying to go with three <laughs> yeah. at the back yeah. or five at the back and, and not working. Yeah, sp- yeah, yeah. Like we're doing at the minute, actually, like a way to Jenningham or when Coleman persisted with it, Poyet had a dabble with it where it was quite boring. 
Um, a good formation if you've got the right players, but we've just been terrible with it. Yeah, we've always had the wrong players. <laughs> Never done it at the right times. Um, like playing Lyndon Gooch as a wing back. Like going to a system to playing wing backs, and we had no wing backs at the start of this season. Oh, I love that though. Yeah, great. None of them feature for me though. No, like I've tried to like keep away as much as possible from like current squad and that championship yeah, squad because you, you could just name the championship squad. Yeah, really, I've got yeah, I've probably got too many of them, but. I, I... I just love them. <laughs> yeah, the best lads, the best lads. Um, well, one of my centre-halves, to like sort of bring it round more to players that are actually quite likeable, one of my favourite Sunderland players of the decade, and I genuinely mean it for everything about him, Santiago Virgini. Oh, great. It was actually quite good. Yeah, he was. He, he was good. It, and it right back as well, to be fair. Yeah. Like, he, he, put, he put in some decent performances, but, well... Eccentric, <laughs> wasn't he? Yeah. Like, can you remember when he, like... Did like a couple of key, like keep you off and like oh, when he, flicked the ball Chelsea. over. Yeah, Eden Hazard. I think he nutmegged him in yeah, the yeah, same yeah. game. He flicked it. Well, it was, I think it was the same move. Unreal. But and then of course <laughs> the Southampton away. The greatest own goal oh, just, ever scored. Strike though. Oh, did like, he ever score for I us? I don't, I don't think I can't recall him. No, that's his only contribution in terms of goals scored. <laughs> Even though it's not for us. But what a goal. Oh, it? incredible. And didn't that make it 1-0 in that game as well? I can't remember. It's, well, it's, it's definitely in the first half. Yeah, yeah, it's in the, fir- yeah, it's in the, fir- it's in the first three goals. <laughs> in the, within the first three. <laughs> within the first <laughs> quarter, maybe. Been, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was the catalyst for that horrible, oh, yeah, great hilarious... Fault, yeah, great. And then he got a picture with um, a Southampton fan after. I know. From doing the year thing. Know, yeah. Which was um, which that wasn't fair, was it? Like, yeah, it was a bit mean kicking maybe. him when he's down. He's a nice guy. Nice, I know. Uh, well, probably. Actually, I have we met him. Definitely have done that though. Oh yeah, but, that and, and then we'd have got punched. Yeah, to be fair. Yeah. But yeah, I met him once. He came to see a production of Barnum at the theatre I worked at. Oh, nice. Very tall. Had a duck as he was walking through the door. He came with um, he came with Ricky Alvarez, and Ricky Alvarez had a massive wadge of cash in his hands as his hand as well. Hmm. Just two. I think the agent was with them as well. Okay. So I don't know if he was like taking them for a night out to see Brian Connolly in a bit of odd musical theatre. That is, wow. Yeah, really well, weird. come on to him, I imagine. Later. Yeah, yeah, we'll stick on Defenders for now. Um, so, like, I'll name my two centre-halves and you can name your, your three. I think, I've, did we agree to do four four two? and have I ruined it? I don't think we agreed on a formation, which kind of just contributes to the chaos that this is, to be fair. Um, but my other centre half, opposite end of the spectrum, Virginie, and just actually quite a forgettable player, but funny considering when his only appearance was, is Cardamangan. Oh, great against the man! Yeah, lovely interception. Coming off the bench, like is that the ultimate rubbing of their noses yeah, in it? Yeah. Like retrospectively, that yeah. we could have done. That was great, that though. I remember him straining out. Who the hell is? <laughs> who the hell? Is that? <laughs> like what? Martin O'Neill made some bizarre signings for us. Actually, like, could have quite a few for in this sort of team from him. But mm. Mangan, I just like him. Funny. Yeah, Only appearance funny. against the Mags in a humiliating defeat and never heard from him again. Never, no, he just went away back to the club where he came on. Wherever that from, was. Wherever it was. I'm not researched it, don't care. I just care about the man. Exactly. Um, so, they're my centre-halves. Moving on to your back three. My back <laughs> three. Um, yeah, so the, the championship season does feature heavily in mine, <laughs> and my first centre half is none other than a Jake Clark Solver. Great song, thirty-five. Yeah, 
Agree. Um, for his attempted decapitation of Adama Traore, which was... <laughs> and then to protest that he didn't touch him after. Yeah, amazing. Just... I mean, he was, he was terrible, but then came back and got sent off again <laughs> for pulling this... someone back, like a really pathetic... Yeah. Sentence. I think it, it was, was that against... against? I don't know, Ipswich or something. Yeah. Someone it... really crap. Or Preston, it might have been Preston. Yeah, the Preston game was pretty grim. That was a sad time. Like that one on Trio. That was right in front oh, of what me. What a rancid tackle it was. And then Trio went and got sent off. I, think, well. like, I feel like Trio did about 80 backflips. <laughs> like when he. Shut up. <laughs> wound Triori enough up <laughs> so much that he went and got sent off like, I mean Clark Salter lining up now with camp at Birmingham City yeah. and doing well Cap- getting touted for like <laughs> captain the captain the England under 21s and their disastrous European <laughs> Championship campaign in the summer love him and just the wrong kind of player we needed at that time as well oh yeah totally. like let's bring in a, a kid with four appearances yeah. to his name what we should have done at that time was bring in Glenn Lubens, <laughs> who we brought in last season on a two-year <laughs> deal as first choice centre half. And as we, we we were like kind of talking about this last night, he played quite a lot at oh, the start yeah. of the season. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But remember how slow, painfully slow he was against Lyle Taylor on that opening day. Well, I mean, it was good, wasn't it, when he was paired with Ozturk? Yeah, well. <laughs> and then just forgotten. Well, Ozturk obviously came back around, but like both kind of got like phased out. Well, quite he got quickly. sent off at Portsmouth, didn't he? And that was it. And yeah. he was never seen again. Sent to the glue factory for him. Yeah, it was sad that because I always had vague dreams of him <laughs> popping up on the wing. Yeah, there, well. there, there it, it is. is. There it is. One of the greatest hits. <laughs> <laughs> and um, thirdly, I've got someone who we signed twice, Sebastian Quetes. We signed him on loan, and he was actually like okay for a couple of games at the end of the season. So on the back of that, yeah. because he had a good game against Arsenal away. We bought him. And I, I totally forgot we signed him twice. I thought yeah. we just signed him, but yes, we had him on loan, had him didn't on we? on loan, yeah. And then we bought him, and then he hardly played, and then we sent him out on loan, and he played for Sporting Lisbon. <laughs> yeah, he like lined up in like important Champions League games yeah, for them and stuff like for, that. He plays for Uruguay regularly. Yeah, that's great. So I loved him because he was cool as well. And he beat, again, bringing it back to like players having good appearances against the Mags he was excellent in the 1-0 game at the, oh, yeah. the festive game this was probably coming up on a, some kind of anniversary of that um, he was excellent in that game oh yeah like especially the the injury in the warm up yeah as well yeah because he Re- wasn't Re- starting Re- was he yeah was it was it Revier that got injured yeah it was, it was definitely yeah. Revier and I think it was Quatazu came Quatazu in Quatazu came in and I can't remember who played. He played centre half or left back or something. I think or Shea played Oshay left back. Played left back. Brown and quite as centre half. Yeah. And Billy Jones right back. Was it Billy? Virginie maybe. Virginie might have been Virginie yeah. in the lovely white shorts. Uh, yeah, that's the best thing about playing the mags I away. Love wearing white shorts. Yeah. I love the red ones. Just in general, or when we when we play when we just, play them. Just in general, yeah, white great. jeans as well. Yeah. Could get coughs. Yeah, good. Do, do that. We're going out on Sunday. Yeah, that, do that. Yeah. Well, Whenever uh, this is released, we've been out on Sunday. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know when. I think this is getting released next week. We're recording this on Wednesday the eighteenth for reference, and I think this is going to go up because we've got no game at the weekend. Oh, in the yeah. sort of lull. I'm excited for it to be up now. Oh yeah, great. We'll we'll just we don't know how to release oh, it. No, we don't know how to release it. We just text it to everyone. Yeah. So everyone gives us. <laughs> we give we give it to the wise men. Say dads, yeah, don't we? Yeah. Who are actually literally dads. Yeah. That, 
our dads the and, then, <laughs> and then dads of their own actual children um so that's a pretty good i mean we could maybe like work this to guess well i think three. i think virginie has to be in there yeah agree and i really i, I really like jay clark Soler. and i quite like the idea of having quarters in there because then you've got like a sort of south american like flair well, we'll just go with quarters and, and virginia and virginia quarters and virginia yeah so, Grace, I'm on board with that, absolutely. Um, for my right back, a man who needs no introduction. A man who was with us, and is done to, well, he's not dead. A man who was with the club until very recently, and actually doing better than us at the minute, I think, at yeah. Shrewsbury. Yeah, they are, yeah. Donald Love. Yeah, I love him. Love, <laughs> love him. Like, a man who, whilst playing for Sunderland, never seemed to find his level. Terrible in the Premier League. Terrible in the Championship. Was somehow, you know, when you get in a league one with those type things, you go, ah, oh, well, they'll be all right. Yeah. Was terrible for us, and now apparently is quite well liked at Shrewsbury. Oh, of course, because he's not playing for us anymore. <laughs> like, why does this <laughs> always happen? He'll be kicking on now. Like, he's like, we were a development club for Donald Love. Yeah. Not to go to a, a, a big club after, to go to Shrewsbury. To <laughs> a team. And then, then they beat us earlier in the season yeah, with him in the he squad. Played as well. God, do you remember his debut away to Man City? Oh, How yeah. did we only lose that game? 2-1? Yeah, I know. What was great about Donald Love was, remember the free kick he put in against Middlesbrough in the last minute? Literally the last kick of the game. The second game of the season. <laughs> and he had a chance to get it into the box and he scuffed it along the floor <laughs> and it hit the wall. And the referee blew for full time and it was the most <laughs> underwhelming end of a game. You could have... So for that reason, he's in uh, already ahead of my option, which is Billy Jones. Billy Jones, good comedy character, especially with his long hair. against the mags as well. Yeah, there's a theme here, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like of these unlikely sort of, in inverted Billy commas, Jones, heroes. Yeah, Billy Jones was crap, really, but was okay for, for sort of... He had like periods where he played reasonably mm. well, and then I just remember him inexplicably being partnered with Wes Brown at centre half away at Everton. Yeah, and we lost six two. And yeah, he had a bit of like Coleman played him in as a centre half for quite yeah. a bit as well. Was Why a... was was no one learning their lessons? That Billy Jones a... is not a centre half. Bad idea. <laughs> he was cool though. Like when we signed him, and he looked like he'd been transported from out the nineteen seventies. Those like yeah, photos of him, like yeah, holding yeah. the scarf, yeah. absolutely hilarious. Uh, I love him though, but I, I feel that Donald Love's going to be in the team. And they were both in the championship season. They were well along with Adam Matthews. They were they were our choices for right back. <laughs> He's on your bench. Yeah, Adam Matthews like quite just seemed like to... them. But he seemed to hate. He seemed to be angry all the time. Yeah, he didn't was he? Like he was probably just pissed off that we signed him and then shipped him out on loan to Bristol for two seasons. <laughs> signed for us and then Dick Avocat just hated him yeah. instantly. And he brought him on at half time away against Leicester on the first game of the season at left back, and played against Exeter the, the week after. Got injured and was <laughs> never seen until. <laughs> The championship yeah. season too. When he turned up for training and people were like, oh, is that a <laughs> Who's this? Is he new? And now he's playing in the championship for Charlton. <laughs> I thought he was like there to turn up to like an admin job or something. Yeah. It's it, like, oh no, I'm a footballer. Is he one of the new coaches? Oh, it's, oh God, he. <laughs> Love him. Yeah, Grace. Like again, those three were our right back choices. Yeah. All at once. Amazing. Um, from a slight, well, not a different era, from the earlier part of the decade as my left back. An un, uh, a sort of underrated Raj because he was only only with us for a short time. 
Andrea De Senna. Oh, God, he was bad, wasn't he? The sending off against Hull. Before we start recording, I said, like, oh, I just watched that sending off back because I wanted to remember if it was the <laughs> second one. Because obviously, Lee Catamore got sent off as well in that game. And I remember that they were close together. I was like, oh, which one was first? Because, like, the second one is arguably, like, worse because you, like, it was right on half time. You're like, right, yeah. just get in. Don't go down to nine men. Yeah, that was and silly, though. What did we do? Get a straight red for a, a like it was a shocker. Like Catamores, you're a bit like, oh, he's mistimed that. He's got a bit unlucky. Desena just looked like he wanted to break David Myler's leg. Oh, it was literally you're watching it and you're going, oh no, yeah, I like, knew, yeah. Uh, and then, oh, God, I was there actually. Yeah, same, same. Um, we only got beat one nil. <laughs> yeah, one nil. We should have, to be fair. We should, we were the better team in the second half. Yeah, Which probably says a lot about him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> dreadful, wasn't he? No. Did well against the Mags, though. Yes, he did. He played in the 2-1. Yeah, he did. Like, why does... Yeah, this this is going to be a bit of a theme, actually, looking at my team. Yeah, um, yeah that, that's a good shout there. I've gone with um, Brian Oviedo. An interesting choice. I need, I need you to show your work with Brian Oviedo. I just quite liked him. And, and like, loads of people didn't, because... Like we just kept getting relegated when he played for. Remember <laughs> his debut? How good he was in that Palace yeah, game Palace, as well. Yeah, I was there. That was the one. Where I've, well, I've told the story when I missed all the goals. Have you told it on the pod before? I don't know. So tell Palace? it again. Yeah, do it. Yeah, I wasn't looking when Corner scored. The foot. <laughs> just literally was just looking the other way. Can you remember what you were looking at? Can you remember what caught your attention? At, like that weird stand at the other end of Sellers Park, not mm. where the ultras scared of them, where they <laughs> sit. Um, there's. There's like this weird stand with weird executive boxes at the top of it at the other end of the stadium. I was sort of looking at that and then we'll be scored. And then I went for a pint for 43 minutes and then we scored three goals while I was in the concourse. <laughs> oh, well, say concourse, backyard. Yeah, like I've only been to South Park once. Love it though. It was when I went was the um, the playoff game, so I don't really uh, remember it too well. And it wasn't um, like, I was, I was 10. I wasn't like going down at half time for pints or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, it was worth it. Was worth. Yeah, it was worth I mean, it. You probably had a good day. It's about missing the goals. Day, yeah, nice time. Yeah, missed the goals. And Oviedo played. Oviedo played. So yeah, I don't know. I just thought like <clears throat> there was there was times where in League One he was getting like rinsed by <laughs> by by a, I don't know some Gillingham winger going to the World and then Cup. Went to the World Cup. Right? <laughs> And then comes back to the league ones. And, like, not going to, like, the World Cup for, like, some, like, you know, like, when you get, like, an anomaly of a team, like, qualify, like, um, you know, like, like Cape... Zealand, yeah, it? yeah, or, like, Cape Verde almost oh, qualified okay. one year. So then you would expect players... Or, or Scotland, <laughs> Like, you'd expect players from, like, that level. Actually, that would be the case, because John McLaughlin would probably go with Scot- oh, yeah, Scotland okay. squad. I meant that as a dig, but it's actually just true. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, so yeah, it wasn't like Oviedo was going for a team like that. He was going with Costa Rica. Yeah. It was like, like quite good. Yeah, And there he is coming back there he is. when we don't have any players and Jack Ross having to fill in to make and up I, five aside. And I think I quite like him as well because he, like, his attitude was pretty good by all accounts. Yeah. He never, like, I mean... He was turning up for work. He wasn't like <laughs> he was doing, doing the- anything beyond. He was literally doing the bare minimum, I guess. But there were plenty that didn't at that time. But- so I just thought I'd name him and try and name him in the banter eleven. Yeah, because he had um, 
weird hair. As yeah, well. good floppy hair. Yeah, big fan I of that. Quite like that. And, and like you were saying about him turning up for work, there were plenty of other players, some of which we're probably gonna at least mention at some point, who just weren't simply turning up for they work at that point. For work, like, which isn't which is just unacceptable. Really. <laughs> it's, it's not. Well, I wish Phil Parkinson wouldn't turn up for work. Um, apparently, he does. I, he doesn't turn up for post-match press conferences, yeah, does he? Because yeah. he was tired. Which actually, that. Because of that, because of him not going there, because he was tired when he, we don't even have a game on Saturday, that nearly changed my mind on who the manager should be for this yeah, team. Yeah, it does, but it doesn't he's, quite. He's, no, he's too boring. Um, and but going back to the players who don't turn up for work, Gareth and Stephen in their in their best eleven, they gave an honourable mention for Corner, but under Sam Allardyce. Oh, yeah. Whereas I'd like to give an honourable mention to Lamine Corner after Sam Allardyce had left. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you forget, don't you, that he played the majority of the championship yeah. season. Yeah, really terribly. And then we had to like kind of pay him off to get rid of him yeah. as well, or apparently, or not. I don't know, but don't it know sounds like we are. But yeah, we will be. Like we did with like again, like other players of that that time. I know we're sorry, we're dotting about here, but this is a chaos pod. Um, like and Dong Jilabodji, they were like none of them have made mine. Well, and Dong was. I guess we can move on to the midfield now. And Dong, I've got crossed out on mine because I did have him in there, but in for one of my central midfield positions, I had one nailed down. Who I think you've got as well, so I'll go for me different one first. Alfred and Die. Yeah, great. I forgot about him if I'm honest. Quite good. Yeah, he's had, yeah. had a decent career. And then bizarrely, just never featured for us ever again after that like, season. Got, we signed him in January, then got rid of him in the summer. Yeah. It was really odd. Yeah, there's that picture of him <clears> against the wall. Against Everton, where everyone else is, is like, yeah, everyone else is like shirking, and, and he is just unfazed. Yeah, he was quite good. He, he went and played in La Liga, and he yeah. went and played for Wolves. Yeah, yeah, when they were again well, the Argos, when we got relegated. Yeah, he played against us. Went to Hull as well, didn't he? Oh, maybe it was Hull then. No, I think he did. I think he was at Wolves as well. You're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, I love him. Yeah, great. Get Bring him, him back. back. He yeah. would get a game now. He would not come back. And what is became an odd theme of this show. Played really well against the Mags in that 3 0. Yeah, he, he had a good game against the Mags, almost scored as well. Oh, yeah, he did. Forgot about, oh, imagine if he scored. Well, oh, okay. speaking of people who scored in that game, my other central midfielder, who I think you agree with, is David Vaughan. David Vaughan. Yeah, what a goal. Like, again, this like goes to what I was saying at the start of, you know, not all these players were bad, but they've just got these like odd moments of. He wasn't in my team, I'll, I'll admit, for the goal against the Mags. Oh, no. But that that's part of that's part of like the the mythology oh, the well, the law. It's probably the one of the best goals I've ever seen live at a football match. It was a goal that was scored, and I more than like celebrated like you would expect was laughing, people up, laughing, jumping up and down, like, laughing. Disbelief is like, has he just? Oh my god! Do you know what's horrible as well? That would get disallowed for VAR now. Oh, yeah. Not to sound like you da over VAR. Was offside. Yeah, yeah. Better though. Oh yeah, better. Yeah, better. We, we, again, would make it more mythical. But what is the reason you've come in your He's squad in my for? team for his own goal against them, <laughs> <laughs> in which, well, it's it. It actually, to be honest, it rivals Virginie's. Popular hilarity. Yeah, it's more like Virginie's own goal in terms of, like comedy is more like a sort of like hard hitting George like, Carlin aggressive sort of one, yeah. whereas the Vaughan one is like. Slapstick, Laurel Mr. and Hardy, Bean. yeah, Mr. Bean, exactly. Like, 
and also like the the occasion as well, like FA Cup quarter final, like it just like kicked it in. Oh, what a! I love him. He's definitely in. Like, yeah, he. Well, we've both got him, so he's in. So, what's your what what's your competition arrival? Alfred and Die in the middle of the park. Uh, Darren Gibson. Yeah, agreed. Skipper. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, why do you start with Darren Gibson? Uh, like the floor is yours. I just say like, he was unbelievable. Like getting pissed. And turning up at someone's wedding. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> Correct. Next one. What are you doing, Darren? Like, and then, but like, just calling his teammates out and then having to go back in the training. Like, yeah. like signing for us, just getting beat every week and being <clears throat> dreadful and then calling out his other teammates. I mean, crashing his car on the way yeah. to the match, which obviously isn't funny. And it was, was <laughs> but looking back on it, you think he was on the way to. The game, yeah, and he was he ploughed from the night before as well, um, like re- like just incredible, really. And then well, I think what summed him up more than anything was like under Coleman, he he had a spell where he was playing mm-hmm. really well. He played quite well against Villa on his first game, and yeah, he had he was playing really well, and then did that, <laughs> <laughs> and was and playing that. injured as well. So yeah, it was like, yeah. oh, he's shown this like commitment. Maybe oh, like he's turned a corner and. A captain sort of like performances. Yeah, you yeah real like real sort of heroic displays against your Brentfords and your, <laughs> your Ipswiches of, of the of the league <laughs> of that world. But like, amazing comes across incredibly on Sun until I die. He's yeah. like this really likable man when really he's a dick. Yeah, a bad man, a dreadful man, <laughs> but hilarious as well. For the wedding thing, let's overlook that. Oh, like, like going and just calling out—it's it's just amazing. It was like that—that that wedding thing was the start. Like these last few years, like we keep saying, have been very like banter infused. That wedding thing was like the start of that. Yeah, we just lost five 0 to Celtic as well. Yeah. In the <laughs> like I know that I guess you'd say like maybe the relegation season beforehand is David Moyes threatening to slap a reporter. Yeah, um, but that was kind of like we were warming up to like full throttle. Oh ridiculousness and when that happened you're like here we go there it is we're in for a ride here it was i remember like when that came, i was like, in a pub on on the night after that and he he must have been going at some pace as well to get in that state by that time very true because i was still out when the video sort of came through yeah. and i'd been out all day and yeah and he'd wasn't... been playing football at three o'clock wait he'd been at the match <laughs> he'd been present he managed to get there without <laughs> crashing his car there. good lad yeah <laughs> um but I've, he he has to. I'll sacrifice most of my players to get him in. No, so. I, I I totally agree. I, I I think it's a disgrace that I've overlooked him. To be honest, so and die and die is out. Vaughan and Gibson are, are, are making up what our midfield. The pace in that midfield. There was a. There's some. There is some talent there. Yeah. It could. It could be worse. It could. You could have George Dobson in there. Oh well, yeah. Mm, well, but he's he is he is actually not playing on this occasion. He's not getting into this no, team. No, he's not. Um, just crap. So did you go for a midfield three with your I've five at the back? I've named some players who... No, no, I haven't done that. Okay, excellent. Well, my wingers... I think my wingers actually might be a little bit weak here. Um, so I'm I'm willing to to have a little bit of debate with these. My first one, I've gone for David Moberg-Carlson. Yeah, I, I like that shout. I forgot about him. 
But then I remember that he scored against Spurs. <laughs> we thought he was going to be amazing. Yeah, he wasn't, was he? We, we were going to have this like find, this like yeah. cool Scandinavian player. He looked a bit like he should be in a boy band as well. Yeah, he did. And then he played in that MK Dons game in the league cup. He played like he should have been in a boy and, band. Oh my god, he was so bad. And then yeah, we just never saw him again. Dreadfully, he, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't appear again, did he? Forgot about um, Mavrias. Yeah, because he, he scored. He was okay. Another one just bombed out though. Like, like. You what, like we brought we in had to worse. replace him, though. <laughs> Peanut and that. But, like, with, like, Morberg Carlson as well, he was part of that, like, great squad picture where it's him, That's Cabral, Reberge, and Diakita, these players oh, that we knew we'd signed but hadn't been officially Jesus announced. there as well. Oh, you're on about the one on the, when they're oh. in the quayside. I'm on the one where they're all holding a massive scarf together. Oh, <laughs> There's yeah. two embarrassing pictures of them. I want to know the, the night out, though, that one on the quayside. I want to know how that got arranged. Because Jackarini and Minone are there, aren't they? Yeah. So they were all signed around that yeah, time. Like, is it is it Moberg Carlson there or is it uh, Roberge or... Yeah, uh, Keita is definitely there. Hilarity, that fool. Oh, Keita, why is he not in yeah, it? I've got him. In, I've got a list of honourable mentions, and Remember he's when he there. Sent half with Roberge at Everton away, and they kept a clean sheet. And they were, he nearly scored as well. Keita nearly scored like really early in the second Roberge, half. The Jesus of Sunderland, as we described. <laughs> yeah, why did we call him that again? Because uh, we ran out of time and needed a player, and I thought of bunting Roberge. All oh, right, and then completely forgot him for this. Well, he was a bit boring, Roberge yeah, though. Keita had that like it was dreadful. he had that like gif where he's like waving a sock above get his head get it I wish he was still here no he's maybe well, probably contracts probably just ended <laughs> he signed him from Lazio or did he go to Lazio or did we sign him for Lazio for, I don't know I think we signed DK from Lazio I'll go with that I don't, I don't know sure. he, he did now this, we get I things did, wrong yeah, yeah. Um, so on the other flank I've gone for sort of like Similar thing to what you were saying about Oviedo, I've gone for Adnan Yanazai mm. because we were really excited to sign him. Mm. You forget like how explosive he was when he first came through, and obviously it wasn't working out for Man United. He was probably going to take that step down into well, we were trying to push to be a mid-table well, yeah, Premier League club yeah. at the time. Um, decent debut when he came off, came on off the bench at Man City, yeah, fine, and then was just crap, absolutely awful. Oh, he was rubbish. He- he was he was probably one of the biggest disappointments, to be honest, out of like Sunland Sunland signings because it was like ah oh, great a chance to like really resurrect you yeah and you know we were like failing career Moyes gave him his debut and we we're like oh well you know that'll Moyes will be able to get the best out of him yeah, where it Moyes, turns out Moyes can't get the best out of anyone get the best out of himself <laughs> um, so I was excited to sign him and then was quickly not. After yeah. a few weeks, he scored a good goal against Shrewsbury, didn't he? Yeah, what would that... give for that now? <laughs> yeah, get him back in. As, as we keep saying with all these players, get them back in. And I just think as well, like his attitude is a bit shit and dinner. Oh, terrible. In it's a team like this, you need some like you need a bit of poison. It, it you need a rotten core. Yeah, that's what you need. And it was like what was really annoying about him was probably why he's in the team as well. Is occasionally he'd do something really good, like against Burnley when we were three 0 down and he beat the whole team, <laughs> put it on a plate for the four. <laughs> I forgot we scored in that game and I was there. Like relegated, it was March and he decided to do that. Yeah. Great. New Year's Eve. That game. I think it was New Year's Eve. Yeah. Oh, it was. Again, we're coming up to the anniversary of that. Oh, lovely. Lovely, that. So, like I say, I'm there to have my wingers debated if you've got any good competition. I I struggled as well. Yeah. Same. I've gone for Ricky Alvarez on on one of the wings. Because, Yeah. yeah. Not for really when he was here, he was sort of just. 
well, not very good. good really. yeah. But then we paid a lot of money to buy him for Sampdoria. <laughs> yeah, he like is the sort of personification of Sunderland in yeah. this decade. Like of everything that can go wrong, and thinking that you're planning like um, quite effectively, and you're being like yeah. quite prudent, but you're actually just do making the complete wrong decision in every way in imaginable. Every way. Like getting someone on loan with an obligation to buy him from Inter Milan as a side that may get relegated or may not want to buy him at the end of the season. And it's still rumbling on. Haven't we just sued the doctor or probably. something? Just going through a list of people we can sue. We'll probably sue him. Probably. Eventually. But then to then him to go back to Inter Milan and then for us <clears> to buy him, but not actually get him, <laughs> buy him for Sampdoria. It's like, probably the... Like, if you look back on that, that's probably the... Like... In in any football club's history, buying a buying a footballer for someone else takes some beating yeah. in terms of banter moments, really. And like, yeah, only like I guess not even feeder clubs do that. They no. don't even buy players for. We're not for eight million quid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm definitely on board with him, and I'll sacrifice Morberg Carlson for him definitely. Um, who's who's the other winger? Uh, Callum McManaman. Again, interesting Dame, shout. Dame Callum McManaman, as it's on the phone, because oh. I try to replace Damon Doy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Damon Callum McManaman. He played on the wing for a bit under um, Allardyce. Yes, he did. So they were my options. But uh, yeah, Dame Callum McManaman is my, um, is my choice because of a couple of moments in his short Sunderland career. <laughs> Co- getting sent off for punching the ball in at home to Reading was amazing. It's on a stroke of half-time, cost us the game. Nil nil at a time as well. Nil, yeah, she so would have taken the lead. Brilliant. Great. Like everyone celebrated as well. Yeah. Didn't get ruled out initially. There he is. <laughs> sent off. Next thing you know, you're looking up, there he is walking off the pitch. Like So oh he must have took his shirt off for celebrate. Oh no. <laughs> he's punched the ball into the net. Like yeah, I can remember that and not really knowing what was going yeah. on. And like that's something as well, like if you're watching that like even you know, ten, fifteen years ago before smartphones were prevalent, you wouldn't know what happened for like he just, he just went on Twitter and watched it. Oh, he's just punched it in. Yeah. Oh, great. Get him back on. Um, <laughs> give, him a, give him a contract. Oh, lovely. So he only had a one-year deal, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, till the end of the season, wasn't it? For the, so, again, I guess we like did plan quite effectively for that one. But he yeah. was another way we were really excited about signing yeah, him. I was buzzing for and, signing him. And then he got, uh, he got himself a move to Luton at the end of the season, didn't he? To wow. the championship. He but, certainly proved us wrong by getting promoted ahead of us. Yeah, Um the celebration as well oh. against uh, Pulis with his dickhead cap on. <laughs> like that's the second time this that game's been mentioned. What a, what a again an encapsulation of well. this that decade. Was, we had like a, that championship season when we just had random three three draws. Yeah, Brentford, Bristol City, Middlesbrough. Yeah, like how? Isn't there another one as well? Maybe there might be. Probably tweet is. us. Tweet we'll us. Make one tweet up. Gareth. We drew um, three three with um, Barnsley that season yeah, as well. Let's did, just yeah, say, yeah, we did now. Um, yeah, and then celebrate like a draw really, which was pretty useless in the grand scheme of things. And then just going over and mugging Tony <laughs> Pulis off because he hated him he for really West Brom. Apparently just hated him, which I was fully on board with. Really, oh, that's the type of shit I was, and we always buy in there. Yeah. And like it. A game where you've got us a point, but I mean we're relegated, basically. Yeah. yeah. There's no one left in the ground, and he's running around cutting his ears and shouting. And Tony Pulis went his nuts. Face. He went absolutely a, mental. Was fuming as well. I remember his interview something after the game, like really like, well, if that, if that, what the lad wants to do, then. <laughs> 
Amazing. The boy McManaman. The boy. Is that what he said? Yeah, oh, oh said. yeah, he would have. Bring him in as well. Um, play him at centre half. He would have probably done a job in that championship season. Mm-hmm. Or now. Um, you were going with. Are we to go with? I'm happy to go with. Yeah, no, I think both of those wingers. Are are, um, oh. Yeah, Yanazai, I think, is worth is worth sacrificing. So we've got a mid. So, so far, the team we've got Lee Camp, Donald Love. Imagine Frankie reading this out. <laughs> yeah, we, we should ask him too, <laughs> yeah. shouldn't we? I was seeing him on Sunday, so we'll, ask, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll write it down and take it to him. So we've got um, Lee Camp in goal, Donald Love at right back, Andre De Senna at left back, um, a centre half pairing of Virginie and Quattes, yeah. um, midfield two of David Vaughan and Darren Gibson, and on the wings we've now got Callum McManaman and um, who else have we got Ricky again? Alvarez. And Ricky Alvarez, of course. You know, he can take care of the admin side of things, I'm sure. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So moving on to the strikers, there's so much competition for the strikers as well. Oh, yeah. I found it really hard to narrow it down to two. I thought I was going to have to do like a formation of the 50s where you play like two at the back and five up front. Yeah, yeah. Like, but Tweet us if you know what that is. Um, yeah, it doesn't sound like it should be an attack position, off. but it is yeah, really it is. weird. Mm-hmm. Um, well, my first one is a player who I genuinely loved when he was here for a multitude of reasons, Nicholas Bentner. Oh, yeah. A never-ending meme of a football yeah. player. I love him. And Just great. He was one of our best players in that season. He scored, I think he scored 10 goals. Oh, eight or nine goals. Yeah. And I, I'm sorry if you do that now. Oh, God. Like, in the Premier League as well. You do that now, someone's buying you for 40 million quid. Absolutely. Bentner's worth 40 million quid in, in today's market. Yeah. yeah, he was then, as far as I'm concerned. And he got the best out of Sessegnon as well. Yeah, Him and Sessegnon's best form was that latter half of the season where they were a pair and like, everyone like said about Bentner, like, oh, he like drifts out wide too much. Like, yeah, he does that. So like Stephen Sessegnon yeah. can get into the middle. Really which... good. Really, actually, like very unselfish footballer as well. For someone for who someone, seems yeah, like a very just, selfish just a dick, man. Yeah. Like... <laughs> But that, that that was what was excellent about him. Like he would that time where he was stood wearing a fedora in the tunnel. Oh, just like oh, I love him. A style icon when he was playing for Denmark and he had the Paddy Power the pants, yeah. yeah, and got a massive fine for it. He didn't care. No, of course he didn't care. Isn't he married to like some form of Danish or was going out with some form of royalty as well? Oh, this, I mean, King Bentner. Yeah, well, he's Lord Bentner, isn't he? Yeah. I don't know where the lordship comes from, but he is Lord Bentner. Great. Probably just one of those here. You can just buy a lordship. Can't like a crap one. Yeah, we should do that Sunday. That's what Sunday, we're yeah. going Keep going on about our night out on tomorrow. Sunday, lost. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going out tomorrow as well. Yeah, we're going to, yeah. 
two lordships, a lordship for each night out. Um, and Bentner, you know, he went out and smashed up a load of cars in Newcastle, which yeah, we don't condone that behaviour. No, we but don't condone that behaviour, but... At the same time, we absolutely <laughs> condone that behaviour. Oh, yeah, if you're going to do it anywhere. Yeah. And for that reason, like, Catamore, like, nearly made it into my team, because I wanted them as a pair, but... Yeah. I... Too much good. Yeah, him. and like, too much, like... To, to tar him with this drop. <laughs> yeah. Like... I couldn't. We couldn't partner him in the middle with Darren Gibson. I'm sorry. Well, that... Chris Coleman did. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Let's not mention Chris Coleman yet. We'll come on to him. There's a Chris Coleman section coming up. Um, and alongside Nicholas Bentner, I've got as my captain because he is currently captain in Bradford City, Mr. James Vaughan, yeah. the man who uh... scored a tap in and celebrated, similarly to what you said about Callum McManaman, as if like he'd won the World Cup, cupping his ears to his own fans. You had been terrible, James. You had missed a thousand penalties in pre-season. Oh, he was such a knob. And, like, he just was terrible from day one. He was so arrogant off the pitch as well. Like, you can be arrogant if you're Nicholas Bentner, and you are quite clearly talented, but maybe just can't be arsed now and again. You cannot be arrogant if you're as bad as James Vaughan. But fair play to him, it was hilarious. Uh, it It was really, well, it was really funny. But, like, I really hated him. Because he was he was genu- he was a ter- he's a terrible footballer. Yeah. He's a really rubber- he's got nothing he's nothing about him really. No, no. In terms oh, of like his finishing was dreadful. Like he wasn't particularly quick. He wasn't particularly no, strong. No. He's an ass. Like he's just like he cost money as well. Yeah. I mean, he bought him because he scored against us for Bury in preseason. And like. And then, he brought, do you remember when Porter just brought him off the bench to start, another start him. Sorry, yeah, in the league game towards the end of last season, just like for narrative, basically. Yeah, That's just, what Kenny uh, Jacker was thinking, and it, and he was crap. But of oh. course, he was going to be crap. And then he brought him on, didn't he, in the, in the yes. semi final? Yeah, he did, and um, that was that was great seeing oh, him yeah. struggle against Tom Flanagan. Yeah, yeah. Mark him out of the game. Yeah, <laughs> I really, yeah, he was crap. And then where where was he? Oh, Bradford. Yeah, he's yeah. Ca- he is captain in Bradford City. Unbelievable. Well. But that's that, and that's why he's got the armband in my team. A terrible man, a terrible footballer. Terrible footballer. Is he still the youngest ever Premier League goal scorer? Because that's reason for him to be in the team if he is. Because yeah. that's hilarious. That is. Yeah, you forget that he was like at Everton and was quite yeah, highly yeah. rated before tumbling all the way down to League Two, where he is now. Yeah. But he's like gone down the division, like Sunderland. I oh, guess. Yeah, he's literally hasn't rose, risen back up at all. No, he's like fallen from division to division yeah. to division. I got that, like the move to the Championship where I think, oh, that's maybe sensible because he's going to play every week and they might get promoted, like yeah, when he was at Preston. Because <laughs> um, he, he was at Preston, yeah, because that's oh, where Grayson yeah, knew yeah, him from, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, you know, went into League One with Portsmouth and then the year after that and he's now in League Two with Bradford and we might be seeing him soon. Yeah, <laughs> very soon. Pass, the, pass us on the way. Oh, yeah, way true. Probably be begging for him to come back next season. God, that's... That's grim. That is depressing. But anyway, moving on to more silly players. Who have you got for your front two? Not that silly. I've only got one. Oh yeah, because you were yeah. Right, and bring one like off the bench though. Okay. Be, but, yeah. Um, I've got uh, Lewis Graben. And again, I think you mentioned this one to me earlier before we start recording. Good reason for having Lewis Graben as well. Uh, well, because he was quite good. He scored. He was our top scorer in January. Left. <laughs> for hilarious reasons, he keeps taking me off. <laughs> and then scored against us for Aston Villa and celebrated it by standing in front of the North Stand, cupping his ears and just staring at, well, empty seats, really. Like, but Fair enough, because... Yeah, look, look I'm, 
when he when he went and just well, when they interviewed him on Sullen Till I Die, and he was a massive dick about it. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Well, I just thought you saw your number go up, and we're like, well." I'm better than this. I don't want to go off. And I mean, to be fair, when his replacement was James Vaughan, like, he did have a yeah. valid point. Or Ashley Fletcher. Oh, uh, well. Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> speaking of Ashley, Fletcher, of Ashley Fletcher, here he is now. Here he is. We've got him as a guest. Now. <laughs> yeah, he's come up round for tea. He's around <laughs> my house. Um, yeah, he was on the bench, Ashley Fletcher. Who is doing... Not, well, he missed a great sit for Middlesbrough recently, actually, yeah, from, like, a yard out. Yeah, he's rubbish. But like he was like oddly all right at the end of the season, wasn't yeah, well, he? He was really good, wasn't he, against um Derby. Yeah. Um and scored a nice goal against little... Wolves on the last day of the season. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. Too late though, wasn't it, Ashley? Yeah. <laughs> nah. Yeah. But it was sort of he was a bit unlucky, Ashley Fletcher, really, when you when you think I think if he'd have got if he'd have got oh, if he'd have gone in and got a goal early on. <laughs> but I genuinely do think that would probably have been true for him, like if he had yeah. got a a goal like early doors, I think he probably would have he would have been a decent player, and again, not what we needed. No, and nowhere near banter enough to make this team, to be honest. Yeah, quite um, dull. Yeah, just grabbing was mine just for that yeah. for that reason. Really, that they just totally mugged us off. He also scored for us against Aston Villa, and then for Aston Villa against yeah. us, which is quite a nice a very statistic. Nice there. Agree, but I've, I think Benter and Vaughan. Are funny, I agree. Yeah. I, I agree. I wasn't expecting really grabbing to be in because he was he's probably too. He was probably just too good and boring, really. But then we could have him on our bench, which is funnier that arguably the best player in this banter team. We have him on and then he comes off. Yeah. <laughs> Vaughan yeah. comes on. Two minutes. Yeah. And then Vaughan gets a penalty yeah, and inevitably yeah. misses. <laughs> um, so I've got, like, you've wrote down a bench. I've wrote down some honourable mentions, some yeah. of which we've touched on. Um, but if you want to go through your bench. Uh, Reuter is the goalkeeper for the yeah. bench. Nice guy, terrible goalkeeper, <laughs> which is annoying when you're a goalkeeper. One funny thing about Reuter as well. Well, it's, it's a bit sad for him. Apparently bringing his family over for the semi-final against Bristol Rovers and not even being in the squad. Oh, that's quite... oh not in the squad. He was not, didn't even play. Oh, that's quite sad. I don't it? know if that's true, but that's something that I heard. Oh, I hope that's true. <laughs> yes, yeah, him. Yeah. I've said it now, so it is true. He Wet and Wild as well, didn't he, in the last season? Well, that's did... why he missed the playoff final. Oh, yes, of course he did. Brought his yeah. Wet and Wild. Brilliant. Imagine if we... Because who do we have on the bench instead? Yeah, was Stryak. Imagine. Wish he'd come on. He would have well, done what the Charlton anyway. goalkeeper did. We've got bit anyway. So <laughs> yeah. Might as well. yeah, yeah, couldn't have been worse. Uh, right, uh, Matthews. We've touched yeah. on him. Liam Bridcut. Good debut. A good debut against the Mags That's as well. Um, that was it, I think, really, why I put... No, I mean, that's my reasons for Bridcut. Just good debut against the Mags. I'm generally crap all you need. the time. All you need. Uh, Brendan Galloway, who, <laughs> who um, was woeful in every way, mm-hmm. but we thought, oh... He might be okay. We brought him with Tyce Browning, who's yeah, in the yeah. team. Um, and yeah, he was so bad. It was like, I remember watching him against Derby, yeah. and he was appalling. But then he played against Leeds, mm-hmm. and my god! And then we just like fairly early on to the season. In the season, he was like, well, he was playing for the under twenty threes, like all <laughs> on loan. On loan. What's the point? Why well, you just send him back? They like had made a knacker with that deal, hadn't we? Where we like couldn't we send really him back. That up. Well, we made a knacker with the deal by signing by him in the first place. Him, me. Yeah, Pinar, Stephen Pinar, because he was crap. And he, our first <laughs> win of the season came after we'd been sent off. Yes, against Bournemouth. And again, just you know, you sign these players like him, I guess, to be like a good influence, but just not really what we needed at the time. Yeah, just. 
He was just finished. He was just yeah. finished. His legs had gone. And like Moy's just signing, like you know, getting the band back together by signing him. Yeah, just and Ichibi, who for his tweet could have been in the squad. Yeah, to be fair, Victor well. and Ichibi, and Damon Doy. Yeah, because on the wing did a job though. Had an and excellent game against Man United at home. Yeah, he did. And well, excellence maybe pushing it a bit. Too it was much. great because he was really crap. <laughs> he was. He was shit. But like, did it like. Did a really good, important job. There was any if he'd have been here under any other manager, he would have been one of the worst players to ever play for yes. us. But because um, he wasn't, he was under Allardyce. Yeah. It went quite well. I've just forgotten Danny Graham as well. I don't know if you'd written him. Down. Um, I didn't write him down for an honourable mention. But yeah, yeah, you have to have Danny Graham in for you know again a good performance against him. But why? Like, well, I've I've written. I've, I like I stuck up for him actually, Danny Graham, quite a lot. Mm. While he was here, because obviously he was brought in to score goals and didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, you can't really defend that. But like, I don't know. I quite like. I quite liked him actually. He was quite. He like, reminds me a bit of Will Craig. I guess he's like the opposite to James Vaughan, whereas like, yeah, he wasn't very good, but he was always like quite honest and did work yeah. hard. And like the look, like on his face when he scored, when the ball deflected it off uh, him against Everton, is, like, really sweet. Like, yeah, the real, yeah. like that is purely... If you just showed anyone a still image of him celebrating, they'd say, what emotion is this? They yeah. would say relief I, straight away. Just, I was at that game, and I was, like, genuinely over the moon for him and thought, <clears throat> ah, he'll kick on from there. <laughs> he did not kick on from The that. end of that season, though, when he... Remember when we played Southampton at home yeah. and we scored two penalties? Yeah. He was fantastic he was, in that and match. He should have taken one of them penalties and missed. And missed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a shame we won, really, isn't yeah. it? I mean, funnier, got relegated. Jody Gomez should have been in this team because he took them two penalties. And there's a great picture of um, Daryl Yanmat like in pain for an injury, and Jordy Gomez just like <laughs> smiling. When <laughs> missed the open goal against the match. Yes. <laughs> Like again, why do these weird things like seem always happen? Oh god, I was we- so pissed off with him when he did that. It's That's- an underrated derby for like weird things happening. Was that Fletcher pushed uh, Stephen Taylor into the polls, and again, he's got an honourable mention for me for that. Who's Stephen Taylor? No, no Stephen Taylor. <laughs> Stephen Fletcher. <laughs> yeah, Stephen Taylor as well. Why not get him in? <laughs> like that would that would round it off really oh, nice. Yeah, having like this someone who just hates everything about <laughs> Sunderland because it felt like felt like all of these players hated. Well, most yeah. of them hated everything to do with Sunderland. But Fletcher obviously had that like really good start in those first. What was it when he it's scored for his first? Six, yeah, four or five games or something. Yeah, and like Ten. it was the only shots he had as well. Twenty-five games he scored. Yeah, won the Golden Boot. Um, <laughs> but they had a period where he didn't play well anymore. Except when we played Newcastle. And yeah. he was like and, a lion. Yeah, he was great. And also, like, he'd play, he'd only ever, apart from against Newcastle, he'd only ever score twice. <laughs> like, he'd score a brace and then wouldn't score for three months. <laughs> Mental. <laughs> like, again, I think that speaks to his, like, arrogance, but haven't. He had the arrogance of David Vaughan, but with just more talent because he would just want David to. David Vaughan. David Vaughan, James Vaughan. Yeah, no one has the talent of David Vaughan. David Apart from Vaughan. David Vaughan. David Vaughan is not an arrogant man. No, he isn't. He's a very humble man, I imagine. I imagine he's a very nice man. Yeah, I know. Like, we've not really laid into him here, to be fair. No just need to. Said, no, he was exactly. just an inadequate replacement for whoever he was. Well, for Jordan Henderson, essentially. Oh, yeah. Oh, like and God, Zenden. Was the, yeah, oh, God. Mal Bronk, replaced by Vaughan. But, yeah. Vaughan Gardner and Larson. That in terms of, like moments or like things that because that was at the start of the day that was summer of 2011 
that midfield, like those players leaving and being replaced by those three. Yeah. Like, phenomenal work. That like set us on the path to where oh, we are incredible, now. Really? Yeah. Uh, and of course, Steve Bruce's job as well. And look where he is now. Like, Ugh. what a world football is. Manager, manager, manager. We haven't done the manager. No, yet. no. But I've got. Well, I want to finish on Stephen Fletcher because there's obviously the performances against the Mags. There's the picture of him in his pants in bed eating donuts, oh, which was really great. funny. Yeah. And people kicked people off about that. About it, well, people yeah. are still fuming about the same sort of thing with McGeady and Maguire now. Oh yeah, McDonald's. You can't eat burgers anymore because. Um... When you were constantly like burning off like yeah. calories all the time because you are a professional athlete. Yeah, it's like, oh well, he didn't play in that game. Well, yeah, but he's been training all week. Yeah, and he has played since August. Yeah, I think he's allowed a cheeseburger and Fletcher as well. With um, might have had one of the salad shakers anyway. No one even know. <laughs> yeah, might have had the carrot sticks yeah. instead. Don't know, do you? Yeah, Jumping to conclusions and that. He Fuck off. He definitely should definitely had a big tasty. Oh yeah, <laughs> with bacon as yeah, well. Yeah. He would, to be fair, if Maguire kept up the form of last season, he would have been well, in my team. Yeah, laughing at that Bradford player is one of the best things I've ever seen, and, uh, I, and I'm not being sarcastic. Just, it's one of the uh, best things. It was hilarious, because we were right in line with that as well. Like everyone, like saw like the, the picture. You descend on his face when he did that. Yeah. I didn't know he didn't punch him. Like. Because you would have just hit him, wouldn't you? And when he picked up, was it Coppinger for Doncaster? Oh, yeah, and he's just picking him up and walking around the pitch with him. What are you doing? Why is he not like, doing more Doncaster of that now? legend as well. Like, yeah. Doncaster have a beer in the ground named after James Coppinger. <laughs> and Chris which... Maguire just picking him up and carrying him around the pitch. Like, why is he not doing this now? He's been bored. Well, he did it this season, didn't he? He did the glasses thing to the linesman, which was hilarious. Oh, and then God, got God is that this season? Yeah. This season's so long. Yeah, and we were only at Stem Duns when there was no pressure on Jack Ross. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a good thing <laughs> on the pod. Um, so, yeah, I've got I've got Fletcher in me honourable mentions. Um, I've got Mika because... Yeah, great. Because he couldn't get in the squad in that championship season. <laughs> in the way we signed him as well. We, like, had to... We missed out on signing. Yeah. We just needed a goalkeeper, we didn't we? We needed a goalkeeper. So the only goalkeeper we could find was Boa Vista's second choice goalkeeper, <laughs> and we decided to pay 1.8 million. We <laughs> knew Boa Vista even had a team. <laughs> and we had, I guess, a special dispensation from FIFA to sign him. And then just never played him. Never played. Moyes thought he was crap, apparently, from the first moment he saw him. What a waste of time. What an absolute waste of time. Just came and got a wage for like two years. Oh, great. Oh, fair play. Oh, again. I would I would love to do that. Like I said at the start, when we were talking about camp and steel, you've got to respect the grift. Um, I've got Salutzka in just because he ate pasta in the bath while yeah, wearing a woolly hat. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You don't need to say any more, do you? Nah. Um, in because the best thing he ever did was, was get injured against yeah, Newcastle yeah. and go off. Yeah. So Jermaine Defoe would come He'll on. Come on and, yeah, change the game. And then also, yeah, plays in World Cups now. Yeah, he scored against uh, Germany in the 2018 World Cup. He, ne- he nearly scored the goal to knock out the world champions in a World Cup. Hilarious. Love him. Oh, yeah. And really he, love he him. looked like a model as well. Oh, a good looking bloke, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, back. Wish, we had, wish we had all of these players. I, I know, because at least it wouldn't be boring. Now we're managed by a man who drives a coach. Well, There's just... nothing wrong with driving coaches. No, no. You no. need one, especially as a football club. To get to games, but you don't want your manager to have to drive. No. It. It's like that. There's that story, isn't there, of when um, Ron Atkinson was because he was manager of Man United before um, Alex Ferguson, and like yes. obviously, big thing so, Alex Ferguson did was like put in a load of like just made the club professional. Yeah, and obviously, yeah. he did quite well for them. Yeah, I think yeah. you could say. I think he did well. But apparently, oh. yeah, you know, the reasonable, jury's still out. Reasonable. 
Um, but apparently Ron Atkinson um, would let the coach driver sit on the bench for Man United games. Yeah. So when Ferguson came in, he was like, who's this bloke sat on the bench? He's like, he's a coach a driver. Man. And he was he's like, literally <laughs> just a man. And apparently so Ferguson was like, no, this this is why we're doing so shit because we're like great. This is like similar like when Roy Keane was unhappy about like the players like listening to like ABBA and stuff like that. Oh, just yeah, the yeah. club You're about the Lonsdale kits. Yeah, yeah, like just not being not at the standard that you should be, and just a man yeah. on the bench, just a man, just a coach driver yeah, sat on the bench. Come in, like just someone come into the stadium in the next home game and just went who's and just Parkinson <laughs> and it was part and it was the manager and it was just like. Who's this? Just a man. Get him off the <laughs> When we do... God, I hate Parkinson. Because thankfully we will sack Parkinson one day. When we do, do you think that's how he should be sacked? Someone just comes in and goes, Who's this? Who the fuck are you? Just get out, will you? <laughs> get off the bench. Just get out. Sack him during... It has to be during yeah. the game. Get, get out. Just have Roy Keane sat in the stands. Even if not appointing Roy Keane, just have him oh, sat yeah. in the stands staring down at him. Yeah. And then Steve Evans comes in and replaces. <laughs> yeah, well, he's just a fat man, just a big, yeah, just a grotesque man. On and off, I was going to yeah, say on he's... and off the pitch. He's not on the pitch. Well, he tries to in and out of I the. Remember when he was running down the touchline? That video yeah. of his trousers falling down. Oh, um, and I've also just written down Ali Moz Turk. Mainly, oh, mainly for that interview where he just answered every question with Turkey or yeah, Turkish. Yeah. What's your favourite food? Turkish food. Loves this time, yeah. Where's he? Yeah, I bet he does very good. Um, where's your... I can't remember where do you like to go on holiday. Turkey. Favourite TV favorite show? Turkey, a Turkish one. A Turkish one? Favourite music, Alan? Turkish music. Brilliant. Like, it was the programme for the Wimbledon game. So if you've got a copy of that programme... Yes, it was, yeah. Go and, go and dig that out because it's a, it's a hard-hitting interview. Yeah, that was really great. Um, well, before we wrap up, any any more, anyone else that you want to give an honourable mention I to? I don't think so. Uh when did we sign Matt Kilgallen? Um, about 2011, 2012. in the box against Man City, maybe him. And then he died and then came back. Yeah, one of the, again. Well, that was after, that was his, his resurrection. That was his, after, yeah. Yeah. It was okay, though. We, well, we only really signed him because we had a bit of an injury crisis, didn't yeah. we? So we needed a, def- a versatile defender. Yeah. And then we just didn't see him for ages. And, and then, then he came he back came and was brilliant. Back, played against Man City. Actually, didn't he only come back because of another injury crisis? Yeah, he came back. He was literally the last resort. He played centre half with Wes Brown against. Oh no, sorry. He came on for Wes Brown. Yes. Against Man City when we beat them one 0 when G scored. Mm-hmm. Um, that was was that when Mingyle played with his broken face. Yeah, and Larson was like really ill as well apparently. Yeah. Um, and we won with another goal that would have been disallowed. Yeah. Yeah. Under Vaughan. Mm. Yeah. We would would we have scored any goals ever? Nah, I think any goals we score like flukes, basically. About VR ever? No, never. Well, do you not worry that it might come into the championship? I think if it would be, I think if well, it doesn't matter because we're not going to be there. Oh, I mean, in like five years' time, (laughs) I think if if it was in League One, it would just be a man in the stands drawing (laughs) what had just happened, like a courtroom sketch (laughs) artist. Yeah. Well, was it offside? I don't know. I've only got the still. And it's like of the goal, which would be fitting to be fair, because one of our players in this decade has been featured in a courtroom sketch artist well, by yeah. a courtroom sketch artist. So you know, um, and I've also written down one of the most reprehensible characters, but I didn't want him in my team for that reason. Is Jack Rodwell? Ugh. Just an Ugh. awful Sheffield United soon for him. Oh really? Yeah, apparently he's going to Sheffield United to play alongside. They're trying to do their own 
current banter eleven because they've got Ravel mm. Morrison in midfield at the minute. Well, they're not playing. And like Jag Yelker as well. So are they just yeah, waiting for like, like things to go wrong with Chris Ry- Chris Wilder, and then like Moyes will come in. Oh, Rodwell's there. Oh, Jag Yelker's yeah. there. Yeah, and HV. He's getting his tweets ready. Yeah, why not? All the lads. Um, sort of to summarise our team, our banter team of the decade. A lot of competition for this, so it was hard to whittle it down. We've got Lee Camp in goal, we've got Donald Love at right back, Andrea De Senna at left back, a centre half pairing of Sebastian Quares and Santiago Virgini, a midfield pair of David Vaughan and Darren Gibson with Darren Gibson wearing the armband. Um, oh, yeah, I think it's important to stress the, the Darren Gibson captain. Yeah, agree. Um, we've got on the wings Callum McManaman and who was that other winger that we went for? Uh, on oh, Alvarez. Why do I keep forgetting Ricky yeah, Alvarez? You got something against him, haven't you? Well, he didn't actually really play very much in my defence. No, he didn't. No, no. that was well. He played too much apparently, according to Inter Milan. Um, and then we've got <laughs> <Played enough. laughs> Nicholas against Fulham. Yeah, when the, was that the one where the keeper made the mistake? That shot. He curled it, didn't he, from the edge of the box? Oh, yeah. But that was when we just randomly took 4,000 fans to a fourth-round FA Cup replay. Yeah, a midweek trip. Fulham is lovely, though. Oh, it's great. Love it. Support yeah, now. Yeah, just, I love it. Go to Fulham instead of watching us. Well, you've got a free weekend if Fulham are at Go home. Watch Fulham. Get yourself down. Go to take, take the family at Christmas. Go to Winter Wonderland. Lovely oh, old lovely time. Fulham. There's that great German bar. Yes. I can't remember what it's called. There's just some lovely pubs. Yeah, the Bricklayer's Arms is nearby. Well, we've got to Fulham at the weekend, so if anyone wants to join us... <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't even care if they're playing, we're just don't going to Fulham. Fulham. Just going to the, the Putney area. It's on the river as well, that's oh, nice. Isn't it? it is December, though. Yeah, but there's something quite nice about that, isn't there? The Thames in winter and all the that. Thames, yeah. It's quite, like, evocative, isn't it? Yeah, I love it. Don't know how we got onto that. Really? Um, but up front, we've got Nicholas Bentner and James Vaughan. <laughs> And this team is going to be managed by none other. It has to be Chris Coleman, doesn't I it? I wouldn't mind. <laughs> Look at that banter team over there. Oh, I love him. He's just... Everything about him, like... The thing we just mentioned with the Fredors is... I, that, I saw that for the first time a year ago now, because that's when it came out. We all did. And I still laugh at that oh, as much as I do. It's so funny, but I didn't even know. It was someone on Twitter really highlighted it. Yes, I and believe so it was Ivor Graham, the comedian. Was it? Yes. And it was Chris Coleman going to extreme lengths to avoid Sunderland's secret Santa. It's just amazing. I mean, fair play to him because the question Do you want to join this, yeah, Chris? It's a bit of a dickhead question. Like, sorry if she's listening. I'm sure she's a lovely woman. But it's a bit <laughs> of a like. He's put, she's put him on the spot, hasn't she? Yeah. I'd tell you. Tell you, I wouldn't, wouldn't mind. <laughs> I'm a little bit of that chocolate and getting really excited. Oh, you've got those! You've got those. Just, it's just a Freddo, mate. Like, get them for like 10 pence. Or well, the, well, I think they, I remember when Freddos were 10 pence. <laughs> this has become the Yadar podcast <laughs> <laughs> with Matthew Keelan. Um, and as well, like when that bloke um, has a go at him in Sunderland and he says, you call me a prick, I'm a married man with six kids. The weirdest comeback I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> Like what? What is logic? What is logic with that? Now, six kids. <laughs> well, yeah, just say that to anything, any yeah. post-match press conference. Yeah. So, Chris, um, I don't think, yeah, you know, selection maybe wasn't the right thing to do. Selection? I'm a married man with six kids. <laughs> like, did he think he was calling them a wanker, maybe? And that would make kind of more sense. It's just how aggressive he gets. Like how he really emphasises the six kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Not five. A knock away seven. That'd be mental. That'd be stupid. Six kids. Six kids. And married. And married. Married man. Yeah. Married man with six kids. Six kids. Um, but we could have had, like, other, and or as well. I know it, it, he wasn't at Sunderland, but when he was at um, Real Sociedad, he went out and got pissed and oh, missed training yeah. at a student night and yeah. said he was late for training because his washing machine broke. Yeah. yeah, I love him. And he's just got, like, funny and he was, hair. He's a terrible manager as well. Yeah, but we all thought he was going to be mint yeah, as well. Because he was good at Wales because he had Gareth Bale. Well, you know that, like, flag Gareth Bale held up saying, like, Wales, Golf, Madrid yeah. in that order? Like, Chris Coleman has that energy about Chris him, Coleman doesn't he? Chris would have... It was probably his idea. <laughs> it was probably his flag. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like, that's why he got the best out of that Wales squad, though, yeah. didn't he? Because he was clearly, like, one of the boys, and, like, they were all had, like, that camaraderie, and, like, obviously some, like, really good players, too. Whereas he came into Sunderland, where there was none of that camaraderie, none of them none were good players. Nah, so how can you, like, fit in? Do you know what I mean? You know what Chris Coleman's flag said? <laughs> Six kids, a married man. A prick in that order. <laughs> Said six kids, married man, Freddos in that order. Because <laughs> he's not a prick, so he wouldn't have that on. Well. No, Freddos maybe at the start. Freddos. Freddos, six kids, married, married man. Married man in, that, in order. that order. Yeah. He's just, again, like I said it about, I can't remember which player. Like, oh, Bentner, it was like a walking meme, but so was Chris Coleman. And we seem to like, have that like running through the club. Like, Grayson was hilariously Boring with his flip chart. It was terrible hair before he came here. Yeah, oh yeah. So he's got rid of it now though. Wispy, so be rubbish hair. Yeah, yeah he shaved it off. Fair yeah. play. He's accepted it, hasn't he? Yeah, well, he yeah. had And now we've just got like. I th- I th- yeah, I think we've eviscerated character Quite, assassinated nah, Pattinson I, enough. You can't do that enough. He's really crap. <laughs> yeah, at least Coleman had a track record. Like, Coleman was like an imp- I was like, oh, wow, what a coup. Be, I mean, if you're going to be shit, like, be funny or something as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Like, be, a, be a married man with six kids. <laughs> be, a, be, a, be a total calamity. Like, don't just be, like, boring. Yeah. Like, there's nothing worse than, like, a boring manager. Yeah. Minging. Oh, um, but, yeah, that's the banter team of the decade. Um, we hope you've enjoyed you delete, a bit of levity. We'll probably delete the podcast now of the best team of the decade. God, this is way better. Yeah, just white that. Yeah, you know how they had like Gary Bennett, who was like overseeing that to like make the final decision when they did their best team. We oh, should have yeah. sa- found like a banter yeah. player from I the past. Really... Yeah, like oh, I don't know, like who else would have? Someone who played loads of games, like John but... Stead, yeah. like oversee it. Someone yeah. really terrible. Yeah, like they had like a club legend captain played for us for ages. You know, played for us at Wembley in, yeah. in the '92 Cup final. We should have like got someone from the 15 point season. Oh yeah, we Anthony Latalek. Yes. Yeah, maybe we'll retrospectively do the banter teams from other decades. The if, banter team of history. If if there's ever a week that needs filling, yeah, there we go. We'll keep that one in our back pocket. So hope you've enjoyed this night. Say hope it's provided has any some ideas levity for podcasts that we would like us to do. They can be as stupid as you like. Be as stupid as you like. Then please do tweet. Don't tweet Gareth. No, tweeted well, us. Tweeted yeah. us. Um, keep the pod. Try, we, we we want to try and keep the pod with a decent reputation, yeah. despite what you've just listened to. Before we go, we need to plug um, from the terraces as well. Yeah. Um, you can still maybe get stuff in time for Christmas. It might be probably a bit too not late. by the time this comes out, because it'll probably be Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah. It's Christmas Day. <laughs> it's really it's Christmas. <laughs> but, you know, the New Year's coming up. Get New yourself Year's. some nice gear for the new... Spend your Christmas money. If your New Year's resolution is to wear better clothes get yeah, get exactly. some of these lovely clothes from uh, 
and it, from the terraces. It's my birthday soon, so you it's know, my buy birthday soon. Buy me one. Yeah, buy me one as well. Um, we've got code WMS ten. I believe, if not, go back to Monday's pod and double check. But I'm pretty sure it's the rest 10 because I listened to Monday's pod earlier. Probably on the Twitter feed as well. Yeah, just check them out. They've got really good stuff. And, you know, we do actually endorse them as well. If you, anyone was at the Fausto live show recently, yeah. would have saw Gareth and Stephen yeah, wearing seen, pretty much the exact same shirt. Each other, which was nice. And thank you. We've This is the first sort of non-reaction pod we've done since the Fausto one. So thank you for coming and indulging us in our quiz. Yeah, thank you anyone well. who took part in the quiz. Um we were going to read the questions out, but this is quite long pod already, yeah. so we haven't really got time. If anyone does want them, tweet us. Yeah, we could tweet them out we at Christmas. Out. Yeah, Christmas Day. Christmas Day, because yeah. it's boring, isn't it, Christmas Day? That, like, bit, like, sort of, like, four o'clock, where you've, like, yeah. had your dinner, your nan's fallen asleep. You need, like, something to, like, re-energise the crack. If you need something to do to avoid watching The Queen. Yeah, then, there you uh, go. We'll tweet our quiz. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening. There'll be reaction pods coming out soon. Because um, we've got a lot of games between Christmas, well, two games between Christmas and New Year. Um, and we hope you've enjoyed this little saunter down memory lane. Oh, I hope you've we enjoyed l- yourselves. We look back at some of the most hilarious players to ever grace the club. I agree. Thanks for listening. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.